0: what's going on everybody welcome to the sober plug podcast i'm your host connor duffy hope everybody's having a great start to your day to your morning whatever it is for you Um, if you need help or you know somebody needs help you can reach out to my number is my personal number um the number is 203-917-8862 again that is 203-917-8862 uh, I think today's episode, what, I'm, what I want to talk about is the trigger of money, and this is a really big one. I think for a lot of people, when you're first getting sober, there's a lot of things that can definitely throw you off your game as far as staying clean, and a lot of, a lot of scenarios can be pretty sneaky, and I think one of them is handling your finances when you're first getting clean obviously money is typically a big trigger for for people that are using um i mean it goes hand in hand you know it makes it makes perfect sense since this is how we acquire drugs or our alcohol so we've been really programmed to do one specific thing with our money and if our entire world has revolved around how we're going to get high how we're going to get going to get the next bag we are constantly focused on how to acquire money and what follows that of course is is buying what we what we use to, to get high so we got to have certain roadblocks in front of that and we got to really be honest with ourselves. You, now whether you're running a household whether you're, you're a, a, a father with uh, a wife and three kids, or you're a 17-year-old with no job. Like, it really doesn't matter. You got to be honest about your capabilities of handling finances. And a lot of people need help in this area because it can be a very tricky situation. I know for me, um, I really needed to be careful with my money when I was first getting clean. I uh, pretty much let my mom know what I was making, what I was saving. Um, I was helping contribute to the house uh, as far as getting groceries and shit when I was first getting clean, you know what I mean? And and I needed to direct my money. I needed to have purpose with each dollar that I was responsible for, you know what I mean? I needed to assign it to something because if we just walk around with a bunch of money in our pocket and we don't know what to do, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Um, This is a situation that a lot of people, like I said, like you're just not prepared for and you're not thinking ahead of what's going to happen when you get paid on on Friday and you're used to going out on a Friday night and your friends uh, give you a shout and you have the money to do it. It seems very enticing, you know, and um, so uh, some things that I want you to think about is. What is your What is your financial situation look like right now? Most people, when you're first getting clean, it's usually not very good. Uh, a lot of people are usually struggling, or in a lot of debt, owe a lot of money. Um, finances creates a lot of stress for people in early sobriety. And that's okay. If that's exactly where you're at, trust me, it's all good. Um, I had a whole... Plethora of problems with my with my finances when I was first getting clean. I was, um, in the court system, owed a lot of money to the courts, had to pay a lot of fines, didn't have shit for myself. You know what I mean? Um, I couldn't even afford like a four hundred dollar a month room. So. Believe me when I tell you, it's okay if you're if you're in a lot of debt or if you're financially strained. It's actually it can actually be a really good thing. It could really work to your benefit. Believe it or not, um, if you do owe debt and you have money coming in, you have a steady paycheck. You have a you have a job. Um, you really need to think about spreading your money out and having the least amount. In your hands at all times for a while. Like for the first 90 days, you should really not focus on handling money whatsoever. It's just way too much of a trigger and it's important to be planning ahead. So if you were to owe, if you owed some money, um, whether it be to credit cards, whether it be to people that have lent you money, family members, whatever the case may be. You really want to budget how much is coming in each each month, each week even. And you want to designate a certain percentage of where it's going to go. So so for instance, let's say let's say you're making I don't know we'll we'll call it five hundred dollars a week, you know, just for just for shits and giggles. If you're making five hundred dollars a week and let's say you owe um five thousand dollars to various uh, places to various credit cards different people you want to obviously you need to be able to live you need to be able to support yourself so you want to budget it by getting down what are the necessities that you need each month let's say you uh, in your situation, for a lot of people, it's more. Some people, it's less. But let's say you are responsible for a thousand dollars a month worth of bills and uh, car payment, cell phone, whatever the case may be. So, right off the rip, a thousand dollars is going towards bills and necessities. Those obviously need to be taken. It should be paid uh, the second it's hitting your bank account. You should be setting up your bank account to where things are being pulled out automatically um, if you're getting paid at work you want to try to set up a system where the money is hitting your bank uh, through direct deposit and so you don't have to go and get a, a deposit the check into your bank you don't even want to you don't even want to mess with any type of money right now so set up a direct deposit situation and also set up your bills in a direct an um, auto pay, you know, paperless auto pay, 90% of the, I mean, even more 99% of the places out there. If, if they're uh, dealing with credit or they're dealing with bills, they have a paperless auto pay situation. So that's the first thing I would do. Um, so if you're budgeting your money correctly and you have a thousand dollars left over now, for the people that you owe money to um i would set up a payment system uh, same thing whether it be a credit card or uh, whatever let's say you obviously need to live you need to you need to pay for your groceries and things like that you want to set something up to where you put off it's called a hundred dollars a month you know a hundred dollars a month you're going to pay it towards uh towards this this creditor or to this person to where to the point where you really don't want to have a lot of money left over each month. You really want to just focus on getting by on the bare minimum because having money in your bank account is going to be triggering as fuck. There's gonna be days where you're not feeling too hot, you know, things aren't going too well, and if you have cravings and aren't talking with people about it, having a, a a big wad of money in your uh, account is going to seem really enticing to, to old behavior. It's just what we're programmed to do, you know. When I first got clean, it was an absolute miracle that I actually stayed clean because when I moved back in with my mom, because like I said, I couldn't even afford my my rent, which was like, I think it was $400. It was in the hood. It was in a shit spot. I mean, it was nothing glamorous by any means. And I actually ended up getting my uh, my deposit back from when I first moved in. And so I, I actually had about $600 in cash moving back in with my mom. And I wanted to get high so bad. I don't even think, I didn't tell her that I had this money. I, I wasn't really ready to be honest yet. Matter of fact, a part of me, Thought that I wasn't really going to get clean just yet. I was going to end up using this direct deposit, not direct deposit, this, my my, uh, deposit from when I first moved into the apartment. When I got that back, I figured, you know what, this is going to be the money I'm going to use to get high for a little bit longer and then I'll figure out getting sober later. And I can't even explain how I didn't end up using, but it was an absolute miracle because I was, I was going through detox going through withdrawals, cold turkey, detox on my mom's couch with $600 in my pocket. And I was only about 20, 25 minutes from my hometown. I mean, talk about unnecessary stress and constant. The cravings were just so unbelievable. Um, I mean, they're bad anyway, when you're going through withdrawals in your home, but when you have money in, in your pocket, I can't really explain how I didn't end up using it. Honestly, it was a miracle. Uh, And a big part of that, obviously, was I was going to meetings and getting support um, in the evenings and shit like that. But but regardless, you know, I uh, it's I'm very, very fortunate that I didn't end up going going out with that. And so as I in my situation, um, I did have a lot of court fines and I was in some debt myself. But, so I ended up getting this really, um, it was a really brutal job, man, to be quite honest with you. I I worked on this organic farm and I was making pennies on the dollar. I was not making a lot of money and it was probably a very good thing that I was, but it was the perfect thing for me at the moment. I wasn't making a lot of money. It was really hard work and, uh, and, you know, it wasn't a situation where I was going to be able to save up a lot and it was a good thing. It really was. Um, and I also like, I was able to appreciate where I was at. It was a very humbling situation. You know, I was really able to just focus on, on getting clean and I didn't have to worry about my finances necessarily because you know what, like, I was 20 years old. I was just trying to get my life together. And I knew someday the money will come. I just got to get my shit straight first, you know. So that was pretty much my situation. It wasn't looking good for me, you know. It's not like I was rolling in the dough. And uh, it's, it's literally the last thing you should be focused on right now. If you're in a situation where you're making a lot of money and you have a steady job, what I highly, highly recommend is having a spouse or a family member or somebody you trust to kind of manage your finances for a little bit. And this is for your own good. It's not, you got to put your ego aside and you got to have some humility to to do this because a lot of people say, "Hey, you know, I earn my money and I honestly, I want to be in control of it. And that's understandable, but you also have to understand the nature of addiction and alcoholism and how serious this is. And, this is you got to look at money as almost like a skull and crossbones. It's it's just as much of a trigger as as um, walking down the street and seeing a bag of your of your favorite drug of choice, you know, on the ground. Like money is not too far from that, you know, because one equals the other. So you really have to put some some roadblocks in front of you to to do what's best for yourself. If you're in a situation where you honestly can't, you don't have anybody that can manage your money or you just don't have anyone that can, that you really trust and you're just not in a situation where that's really feasible. If you're kind of on your own and maybe you're doing well, you're not in much debt and you have a situation where you got money coming in, you really got to gotta start thinking about investing. You really got to not putting it in your checking account, not putting it in your savings. And this is for everybody anyway. you Everybody should be focused on investing in the future. But most people are not in this scenario when you're first getting clean. If you are in this situation, invest your money. Look into uh, stock options and uh, a 401k with your job or look into... Um, Crypto, if that piques your interest, look into different ways of investing money and make that a top priority. Honestly, it's killing two birds with one stone. Um, You could set it up, like I said before, where each week you're getting paid or biweekly, whatever the situation is, it could be automatically taken out and put into a portfolio and something that is actually going to be working for you and building towards your future. Because right now, you don't want to have an abundance of money at your disposal. It's just not a good idea at all. And what a lot of people need to understand too is you got to be careful with your finances too. A lot of us are very, very immature um, financially. Obviously, you know, (laughs) when you're scoring drugs and when you're um, purchasing alcohol on a daily basis, you're not exactly not exactly fucking Ray Dalio, you know, (laughs) and and ready to to make responsible choices for your finances. So you really have to set yourself up for success. That's that's what this podcast is about. That's what um, you need to start doing for your for your future. And and in the present moment, that's taking care of what is going to end up harming you in the long run. And this is one of those things where having a lot of money in your bank account is not going to be helpful at all. Another thing um, is you got to just be careful with trading addictions because I'm going to get into this a little bit deeper. Um, But for me, I, I started making pretty good money about a year into my sobriety, yeah, about a year, maybe a year and some change. I started making some decent money and and uh, I was never used to having an abundance of money. So I didn't know what to do with it. And what ended up happening with me was I ended up having a gambling addiction. And this isn't everybody's story, right? I know this isn't going to happen to everyone, but, but if we're not really maturing in different walks of, of life, whether it's finances or relationships or personal growth or or our physical health. It, our addictive personality comes out in different ways and, and it gets exposed. and I had to learn the hard way, man. I really I really struggled. I mean gambling kicked my ass for like five years. It was so bad. I mean, I hit my own bottom at gambling. In sobriety, I mean, I was sober and doing crazy shit with my finances, and and it really put me through so much stress, so much pain, and luckily I learned from it, and I and I I don't I wouldn't change it for anything because it's, it made me into the man I am today. But boy, did I go through a lot of pain and suffering, and a, a lot a big part of it was because I was just not financially responsible. And I wasn't mature enough to make these decisions on, on what to do with my money. I wasn't really worried about investing and I just didn't get educated on the matter. And I just didn't take the time to invest in myself and, and learning about these things. And um, it's just so important. I, I, I want to give you guys some resources that can really help with uh, these, these situations. And, and it's about it's, you could read up on finances and really learn a lot. Um, And some books that I want to give you that are really great to great to read is um, unshakable by Tony Robbins. Very, very uh, helpful. And it's for it's like a beginner's guide, you know, and um, really goes in depth on how money works. A lot of people don't even know how money works, you know, and and the importance of investing and how simple it can actually be. Um, so again, Unshakable by Tony Robbins is a really good book. Uh, Thinking Grow Rich is an unbelievable book. That book changed my life. Seriously, I mean that's more of a mindset book and looking at finances through a different lens, and that's more of like a personal growth. As not just financial growth, Um, that's more of a mentality change, a mentality shift. That's a game changer. Um, You know, Ray Dalio has his own books. He's he's one of the, I mean, all time great investors that this uh, world has ever seen. Obviously, Warren Buffett. There's a lot of stuff that you can look into um, with him. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he has books, but I know Ray Dalio does. I don't know if Warren Buffett does. Um, and so those are just some resources that can definitely uh, help you out because this is stuff you need to plan for. Don't just fall into the trap of, oh, it'll work itself out and I'm making it some good money and you just put it away in your checking account because it's a disaster waiting to happen. Take care of your, take care of your finance, take care of your debt start chipping away at that and you'll start to feel really good about yourself too as you're doing it. That's another thing. Like the debt isn't even a bad thing. Like as you pay these debts off, you start to feel a lot better. It starts to relieve a lot of pressure. And another thing, um, another person that you can really look into if you're in a lot of financial distress and you're in a lot of trouble, another good resource, um, on YouTube would be, um, Oh, what's his what's his name again? Uh, the uh Dave Ramsey. Uh, he's got the Ramsey Show on YouTube, and uh, he's not for everybody. But but I'll tell you what, if you're in a lot of stress financially, look that look that channel up. He can really help you, and also you can hear some stories that are horrifying, and that can also make you a little bit grateful for where you're at. So, um, so listen, that's what I got. Uh, uh, it's a short and sweet uh, episode today, nothing too exciting, but again, it's very important. Um, and, uh, yeah, so listen, you know, if you need any help, if you are a family member needs help, you can reach out to me anytime. My number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. And uh, I hope everybody has a tremendous day and I will see you on the next one.